Hello and welcome to the show. Two Temples is a podcast where I, Sheikh Kamrishka, talk to real people about real psychedelic experiences. We discuss how these experiences have helped us learn lessons and overcome personal issues. My goal is to help end the stigma surrounding psychedelics. You can help by sharing this podcast with your friends and on social media. I believe we can undo the decades of lies about psychedelics and expose their healing potential by sharing story after story until the truth is undeniable. This is part two of three of the conversation with Dee from Arkansas. We had a great time talking, and I hope you enjoy listening. If you have a comment or something you'd like to share on the podcast, please email me at twotemplespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, and enjoy. Okay, well, let me let me take it back to religion. So you grew up going to church. How has mm-hmm. your, your um, sort of scope of reality changed? Like, do you believe... In, in in God still? Do you believe in a higher power? Do you believe in like energy? I believe in them. I believe in them all. I, I believe. I, I believe in everything. Uh, I like I said, it's all dependent on the person. Um, but personally, for me, I think that there is a there is a place for all of those things that you mentioned. Um, for somebody, somebody, one of those things is going to mean something and change somebody's life. And so you can't just write, you can't write any of that off. It all has to be taken into consideration. Yeah. Um, I watched a show called American Gods, and it sort of put that whole awesome idea. Yeah, it's so, it's probably my favorite show. I'm really excited for the next season. But it just put into perspective to me that, like, we give the power to the gods, you know? Like, they need us to believe in them. And us having them in our reality, you know, creates their power. So within each religion, like, they're creating their god in their own way, you know? And, like, it's it's this connection between the two and all that sort of stuff. So... I for for me to say oh like that doesn't exist it's like how do you know what do you mean <laughs> like all these people believe in it it's part of their reality like it if, exists if it's a if it's just a thought in somebody's mind it exists mm-hmm. you know it's it's there you can't write that all you have to I I think that that part of being a good person and and being happy in life is is really taking all that in and saying you know no you can't just say oh god's not real well some there's something i like to believe there's something yeah then why throughout history have like every civilization believed in some sort of well, yeah, I mean, Higher it was, it was, I mean, and then it, you know, like American gods, you know, you have all those those gods that are losing power because people are now focusing on technology. That's mm-hmm. their god, and that's creating this really powerful tech god, and like a media yeah. god, and like it's yeah, just put into perspective like how we give these things power by just like focusing on them with our mind. You know? Yeah, I mean, who's who's to say what the thing's going to be in another thousand years? You know, uh, what the what the quote unquote God will be then? Yeah, what, what will be worth it and everything? It's crazy. 
and stuff today will be just considered mythology because one will take over the other and then in the future another will take over that religion or, or something like it just seems like yeah, yeah. they die out and then yeah. they become mythology exactly it's just it's but it's real it's real because somebody thought it i mean thoughts mm -hmm. like ideas you know like i'm, I'm sure you're you listen to rogan and everything ideas they're they're their own living things mm -hmm. and like yeah. our reality right now is a, a lot based on like 80s and 90s um like sci-fi movies like they they come up with these ideas of like space travel and they come up with these ideas of like stuff that like connects minds together so that you can like like it's just like these outrageous ideas and then all of a sudden it's like wait i wonder if we can do that you know everything everything that you're look at, just look around your room at, at everything that's in it that was somebody's idea mm -hmm. and now now it's a thing in your house yeah exactly and it's so wild like we created this reality as as a human race like we are built on just like ideas over the years that's, that's all it is yeah it's all all these things around you are all was all just a figment of somebody's imagination yeah at some point. and that created and our reality here it is tangible you can hold it you can touch it you can listen to it you can eat it you can you know whatever it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's real but all of that was just was just some some uh electronic synapses in your brain firing at some point and now it's a real tangible thing it's it's really cool it's it's really cool yeah i i feel like I there's a lot of wasted potential in the sense that so many people aren't able to put their ideas to use you know like it's it's usually a financial thing or a like you're just not in the right area for it or like it's just you know circumstantial that you can't bring your idea to the world and i i find that sad in its own way because we could be so far ahead by just like being able to use everybody's kind of collective brains to come up with stuff and i don't know maybe google's doing that <laughs> i'm not sure <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's. I mean, think about how how much different our our lives are and our. I mean, we we are we're just people, but then you've got leaders that have to deal with all this other stuff. It's I don't I, like they say. You know, uh, if world leaders took some took some psychedelics, it'd be better. Uh, I agree with part of that. Some of those people, though, would probably end up locked up in a padded room. Uh, yeah, just too much control. I feel like like that's the big thing is like somebody not being able to let control, let go of control, and yeah. I experienced that with somebody a couple of years ago. It was a, a landlord that I had, and um, she was a control freak. Just had to be in control of every situation, everything that happened. She had to be the leader. She had the itinerary. We were doing this at 8.30. By 9.45, we'd be doing this. And, and then she wanted to trip some mushrooms, and I'm like, I don't think you're going to like it. <laughs> and she said, well, why don't you think I like it? And I said, because you're a control freak. 
I said, you will not enjoy mushrooms if you try to, to, to hold the reins to control it the whole time, which is what you will do. And so she kept on and on and on about me, and I was like, fine, let me prove my point to you. <laughs> <laughs> we were having a Halloween party at my place, which we had a live band and people in costumes. and I like feel like that'd people. be scary for a first trip on mushrooms. Yeah. I'd be terrified. I had, I had taken, she did the same dose I had, which these were, these were tinctures. Right. Um, and, uh, me, there was, there was some kids at the party and they all, for whatever reason, kids gravitate to me in my wheelchair. I guess I look like a big toy or something, <laughs> but these kids are just climbing all over me and I'm just laughing and we're, I'm playing with the kids and everything. And, and this bitch is out on the front porch just having a horrible time. A horror, so horrible to the point that her husband just had to take her home and put her in bed. She couldn't even couldn't even stay at the party and just had a horrible time. Next day, I will never do that shit. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> well, I told you, bitch. Yeah. I told you you got you can't you can't control it. You just have to let it do its work. Just let it do its thing, you know? And she didn't. She tried to control it the whole time like she did everything else, which is why that bitch is blocked and fucking I don't talk to her anymore. So she hasn't tried it again since? She she didn't see the good and the bad? No, no she'll, she'll, I'm, I mean, this, she was 50 at the time. Uh, she, yeah, I'm sure she will never, she probably won't even eat a mushroom on her pizza. That's not <laughs> her. Uh, that's rough. Too bad it didn't, you know, flip that switch. Oh, I know, but because because she's the type of person that needs that. She's the type of person that needs that 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 to be able to look at things from a different way because everything's just so pigeonholed with her. It's, mm-hmm. And people, you know, if if you don't, you have to be open to opening up. You have to be open and willing to make change, and and willing to look at the bad, dark spots on yourself. Yeah, I wonder if she had just like a little bit more, if it would have just like kicked that door open. I don't, I don't think it would have. No, I really, I, I don't think that, I don't think that some people have the the, yeah. the mental capability to to let that happen. Yeah, that's and like where we were saying before how like kind of nothing is for everyone. Like it, it for most people, but it's like probably not for someone like that who just can't let go. No, no, it's not, and it's 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 totally changed my life for the better. I I can't even I can't say that enough that that I am such a better person because of my experiences with. Mushrooms, in particular, like I said, it's been twenty-something years since I've had LSD. Um, but uh, mushrooms, you know, me and my son and my ex-wife talk about it. Just how much, just this year, how much closer we've all become. How the, we're better people, uh, and we find happiness in in so many places where before we didn't see it. That's amazing. That's awesome to hear. It's yeah, it's neat. I wish everyone could could experience that. But as we said, it's it's not for everyone. 
I think it is for most people. I think most people can gain this. I, I, it's it's not that hard. It's right there. It's it's you. It's mm-hmm. just those help you open doors that are locked. And and isn't it cool? Answer me if this is something that you've experienced that that when you're in that trip, when you're really deep into it, deep into yourself, how everything just becomes so much clearer. You, you get all this knowledge, and it's like, oh, my gosh, that's just so obvious to me. It just then, flows. It's just like, yeah, you just feel but it. Then when you, but then when you, when, you, when you come down and you have a nap and you reset, how you're not able to bring back all of that knowledge with you. You're only able to bring back a small piece of it. Yeah, oh, definitely. Has that been your experience? We just don't have the words for it, you know, like for us to remember the trip, I feel like we don't have the vocabulary or like the mindset to like, I don't know, compartment, compartmentalize it and remember it because it's just so above our pay grade, I guess. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And and try to, to describe an actual trip or the feelings or the changes or what you saw or experienced. It's so... When you try to verbalize it, when you try to convey it to somebody verbally, it's so – it just seems so – it's so much less than what it really is. You can't find the words yeah. to describe And then to that person, if they haven't, like, experienced some sort of psychedelic adventure, they don't really – they can't imagine it, and you almost, like, seem crazy, and they're like, oh, well, you're just you're just on drugs. Like, I've got a lot of friends that just, like – or a few friends that just think it's like the drug. They don't see like they've never tried it, so they don't see the <clears throat> the whole picture of it. You know, it's still that like stigma behind it where you're just getting fucked up. But there's so much right. more to it. Right. Um, I, my best friend he tripped with me here uh, a few weeks ago. And we've tripped before in the past, but it was those, it wasn't, it was a trip, but it wasn't, you know, deep work. You know, it wasn't, they were tinctures. They weren't penis envies. And I know I keep making a comparison between the two, but there is no comparison. <laughs> for not for me anyway. One's, one's laughy and giggly, uh, and the other one is just, it's deep space nine, man. And, and I told him, because he, cause he took a gram and a half, and I took three, and I was like, look, man, I said, you haven't been around me on these. I just want you to know that if I don't talk, it's not because I don't like you. It's just because I'm not able or I've got something else going on in my head. Yeah. So, you know, you do your thing, and I'll do my thing, and, and when we can, we'll do them together. So, uh, man, a little bit into our trip, he he – I kind of turned around and looked at him, and he's just looking at me like I have lost my fucking mind. <laughs> I'm sitting in my wheelchair. I'm sitting in my wheelchair. I've got I've got Pink Floyd playing, man. Welcome to the Machine came on, and that's what kicked me right over the edge, man. And I felt like I was just a chopped-up line of human being snorted through a giant cosmic straw and I would I had my arms up in the air like I was just flying through fucking space and I was I mean I was 
I was I was surfing the cosmos, flying the friendly fucking skies, dude. And I didn't care what he thought. I didn't care what he saw. I was just doing it. But he 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 got up off the porch and went out in the yard and like I would open my eyes from time to time and he'd be standing in a different place just looking at me like this motherfucker is crazy. And and the next day even he was like, Man, there ain't no way you were tripping out. There ain't no way. There ain't no way that, that, that you, you were just putting on you're just acting and I was like, No. That was my experience. You know, that's how I can't explain to you how to get there, but that's where I was. And I explained it to him the same way that I did you. You know, it was just I was in this being sucked through this straw, it was like going light speed in Star Wars. There's just <laughs> lights and planets and 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 energies and colors and this sense of of other things being there, kind of like DMT. Um, the most intense, by far, the wildest, most wild, awesome trip I ever had was on DMT. Um, it was a uh, capsule. It was powder. I'm not. Ex- I know there's a couple different types of DMT. I'm not very well versed on that, but. I bought four hits, four four capsules, and I'd taken one with a couple friends, and they were just so. How, how does this work? It's like you just swallow it. You just yep, just swallow it. Huh. So it must have some sort of MAOI, like some sort of inhibitor too. Like, was it a long yes. trip or was it short? This was the the first time I didn't get anything of it, and my two friends were just fucked off hard. Okay. And so. A few weeks later, I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, I really need a trip. I really need to align some shit. And so I took two. Well, then that just leaves this one little bastard hit by itself. And I'm like, well, one didn't do shit for me. I can't leave that. I better go ahead and take it, it too. So I took three. I took three hits. And oh my God. I. I know if you'd put a camera on me, somebody, if anybody would say it, they'd lock me up. Because I was just, I was talking to myself about everything and music. I was just flying. I felt like a, like a fucking 60s flower child, man. I just, I was just into it, just waving my arms. Gonna do this shit lasted like eight hours. Okay, so it definitely was some sort of, um, like almost an ayahuasca experience. And that would be. I've never done ayahuasca, but from what I understand, that's it was pretty close to that. Yeah. Uh, the huh. fractals and the, the every the everything was just it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing, and it's not anything that I can put into words. But uh, these penis envies are. I've never taken LSD and tripped as hard as I do on penis envies. Yeah. That's, uh, well, I'll take that 10 strip and I'm sure that'll change. <laughs> I'm sure it will. But that's, you know, I, I can remember acid was always seemed sharp. Does that make sense? Real teeny, real sharp, real had pointed edges to it. It was. Yeah. Uh, what, I, what I what I notice about LSD compared to mushrooms is mushrooms 
tell me if this is the same with you is mushrooms like it makes the room feel like it's sort of like moving and growing and like breathing and then all everything sort of feels like alive in its own way and everything feels like it's breathing and kind of moving around and stuff whereas lsd sort of just puts like almost like a little liquid filter on everything and sort of just makes everything sort of melty and fun and colorful and is that same with you very yes very very good very good comparison uh like to me um lsds has a sharp point on it whereas mushrooms are more rounded and soft yeah if that makes sense. yeah that's sort of where i i meant with like the the expanding and sort of like breathing like everything sort of like warps whereas yeah lsd is is more of that like yeah yeah i see what you mean with it being like sharp it's just, clear it's just the, the only way i know to explain it. it's just it's like it's got a point on it and you can prick yourself <laughs> okay okay whereas uh you know mushrooms are more like a, a a pillow and a soft fleece blanket they're just it's more it's more comfortable i guess and not so much on edge huh. that's my been my experience okay yeah see i'm i'm sort of the opposite um I feel like very melty and relaxed on LSD and then when I'm on mushrooms um, at least on a fairly low dose like I've done up to five grams but as far as I know they're golden teachers and they weren't super strong Um, but I highly recommend getting a hold of some Envies yeah I really want to I've got some new ones here that I I, I don't remember what kind they are Um, but Apparently they're supposed to be decent. I have a quarter of them, so maybe I'll man up and do the full quarter. I've never done. Woo! I've never done like that high of a, a dose of psilocybin. I, I and I would. It's just that I find it so hard to consume. Like usually, I like acid because I just have to put a tab on my tongue, you know. Right. Um, right. Whereas like consuming that many grams of mushrooms, it just like. I get a little nauseous and like I just I'm on mushrooms I just feel almost a little bit like I'm getting the cold um like my eyes sort of run and my nose runs and I'm just sniffly the whole time and I don't know I just feel sort of like down but I feel like it's because I'm not quite high enough you know like I, I haven't reached that like plateau and it's like really sort of draining on my body Whereas if I just like take that next step, then it's like boom, I'm in it, I'm locked in, I feel good. Yeah, it's like a roller coaster. You go up that first little grade, and mm-hmm. it just kicks you off the tipping point. Just do you get really it. yawny? Do you yawn a lot? That's I a, do for yawn the come up. I yawn a lot. Eyes water. Uh, that's how I know when I'm really starting to peak is when my eyes start. Yeah, I remember like years ago, I I had better, like I had really good golden teachers back in the day. Back in the day, I don't know, four years ago, I mean, but they're (laughs) they're like the size of my palm and they're just like, I don't know, I'd only take like two or three grams and I'd just be like flying. Like one time I was laying in bed and me and the old lady were tripping together and I think this was the last time she tripped with me actually and I was having kind of, I was having a good time. Um, I sort of felt just like melty and I 
felt like my body didn't really exist in a weird way like I could just like look past it like it looked like I just was like melted into the bed and stuff it was really weird but she felt like this weird like really dark presence and it almost felt like there's like webs all around the room and she she like went and threw up um it's yeah I don't know I I've never had that though but like I, I like those like strong trips where like I don't even feel my body. <laughs> that's so I great. I know. That's that's why that that's that's why I do them is for that feeling. <laughs> so um, tell me your tell me your thoughts on um on on ketamine. Have you experienced? Have you had any experience with ketamine? Do you consider that a a hallucinogenic or? Um, I tried it for the first time a few weeks ago, maybe a, a month or so ago. Um, I went over to a buddy's house, uh, they, and we took, we, we were testing out some new acid that he just got. So we took a couple tabs and then, um, kind of on the come down, he brought out the old ketamine and I'm not... I really hate the drips, you know, like I find things that you sniff really hard to do and I don't like them, <laughs> but I, I did enjoy the effects. I just, I couldn't enjoy them because I constantly felt like that shit in my nose and like coming down my throat and stuff. So yeah. I don't know if there's a better way to do it maybe, but I, that's the only reason I didn't enjoy it. But I did like, I liked the like, heavy feeling of it in in a mm -hmm. way how it just like I felt like really weighed down and just like relaxed the um, k-hole yeah like I didn't do much so I definitely wasn't in a k-hole but just like I, I could definitely tell that it was altering my visuals from the from the LSD like it was sort of, I don't know how to explain it because like explaining the weird close eye visuals that you see on LSD is hard enough, let alone how the ketamine would like manipulate it. But I, I definitely enjoyed it had I not had the drips. How about you? you? What what did you, how was your experience? Um, well, you know how I was telling you that, um, you know, mushrooms, it makes me real spastic. It makes me, my muscles tighten up and, I'm drawn, and if I move too wrong, I'm going to have a spasm for 20 minutes. Right. Well, like I also said, I have an incomplete injury. I'm, I'm legally a quad. Now, I have, I can feel everything to some extent. It's diminished. Uh, I can move everything. Uh, everything works. But uh, So is it just a pinch? Or, like, is it yeah, a pinch yeah, nerve that doesn't allow? But it's so high up. It was my C5 and C6, so it affects me from... The neck down okay so can you sort of explain where about that would be like is that between the shoulder blades or is that like right in your it's neck gonna be like the uh the big knot right at the base of your neck above your shoulder blades come okay. up a couple of vertebrae up higher than that okay like so it's like right in your neck yeah okay yeah, way i was let me tell you i was uh i gosh such a story <laughs> There's so much, but uh, anyway, to get to just what you're talking about, I, I dove into shallow water in Florida, and Ouch. I did that. I couldn't, 
I couldn't even feed myself for about a month and a half. They told me I'd never even pick my nose. And I was like, well, I didn't fucking ask you, did I? <laughs> uh, I never I never thought that this was going to be permanent. Uh, but after a couple months, I, uh, I started, got to where I could wiggle my toe a little bit and then got to where I could walk on a walker. I mean, I can walk on a walker some, but the way that my hands and everything are, I can't turn loose the walker to do anything. So it's it's really more functional for me to be in the wheelchair. But I can walk. I can take steps. Uh, furthest I ever went, I think, was in therapy was 300 yards at one time, which they told me that, that I was the exception to every fucking rule, that they had never seen anybody with my level of injury that uh, got that regained everything that I was able to regain. That's amazing. That's awesome. Uh, but the, like I said, the uh, the mushrooms make me spastic and make me jerk and twitch and have spasms. And But then I did the ketamine, and people were here that have known me since before my accident and have known me throughout the whole journey. And after I did the ketamine, I could, I could move my legs, move my toe. There was no – there was no – uh, nerve pain there was no I could like you would have not known that I was paralyzed at all I mean I was I'd pick my leg up cross it across my other leg and everything and everybody was just amazed I mean nobody more than me of course but it was it was really cool that's that was what stands out most about my ketamine experience was, was just uh, how it made how I had more control of myself than I have had since my accident. How I had more movement, more feeling. That's uh, wild. So what do you think it did? Do you think it sort of like relieved pressure so that more information was allowed to kind of travel along your spine? Or did it... I, I, I don't know that it was necessarily... It kind of felt to me like I just... I was getting a better connection through my bad wiring. Right, you know, so to say, it was like, uh, like maybe like you know how you kink a water hose, and just a little bit comes out. It was like the kink had been taken out, and I had control of everything, if only for a brief moment. Right. So, can you try something for me when you uh, do your tab of LSD? Um, Absolutely. You like to lay down and, like, be in the dark and stuff, right? Um, oh, yeah. So just, like, try to, yeah, lay down in the dark and close your eyes and just, like, picture yourself walking along, like, the nerves in your neck. So, like, just sort of feel the muscles that are above where that disconnect is. And then just sort of, like, walk down and see like if you can sort of just allow for that to open up a little bit or something like like that's what i've been doing with my ear is just like allowing it to walk along and like it, it just feels like it's relieving all this pressure as it goes and then i can like like it felt like before my ear was just like just a, a big ball like you, if you took your whole ear and just kind of squished it all and kind of pushed it into the middle 
that's what it's felt like for like the longest time until recently. And I'm just noticing that that's what it felt like as I'm like releasing that pressure. And now it feels like I, like I can, I can actually like sense the shape of my ear now. And now it's just like the middle that I'm sort of working on pushing out the pressure of and stuff like that. So like, I feel like I'm able to walk along these nerves and open everything up. So I'm like really curious to, to see if, if that if you're able to sort of like even just like like you said with the ketamine just sort of like feel better for a little bit that'd be great but i'm curious if if that's something you'd be willing to try for me i would totally try that i that totally totally yeah like just get into your mind and just like imagine yourself walking along your spine and like uh, any any injuries that you have even just like just imagine that you're sort of like a construction worker or something like just walking along these lines and like because i that's i've noticed that lsd just sort of brings me into my body a little more but i ha like i haven't had a real high dose of um mushrooms lately so i don't know but like that's it just feels like this like like you were talking yep. about how it feels like a, a kinked hose. I, I feel like it's like this, it puts maybe a little more pressure in to sort of pull apart these, these things to give, um, give more flow or give, allow for a little more flow. Um, but I'm totally like, I've, it's your neck. So I'm totally understanding that you don't want to really screw with anything like that. But if, if you're having such good results, like if you can walk 300, steps and stuff like that like i can only see it helping but hell i'm i'm totally open to that uh just the same way that like i navigate my mushrooms and fix my black parts on my being i i don't see why i couldn't tap in and actually work on my physical self yeah yeah like that's where i like i i do a lot of stretching and yoga while on lsd too like i i've I, it started out with a knot that I felt in the, like, kind of the back of my knee and all those muscles there. Um, for the longest time, like you said, um, I didn't appreciate my body and I didn't stretch. Like, as a kid, I didn't stretch before hockey or anything. And, like, up until about six months ago, I couldn't even touch my toes like with straight legs it would just like kill the back of my legs and like my lower back and my upper back it was just like I wouldn't be able to stretch down and I finally like while tripping for whatever reason I think I I really noticed that tight part in the back of my leg and then I started stretching it out and I noticed that I could feel like each muscle individually and I was able to like pull that out and then it like pulled that sort of not down into my foot in between my pinky toe and my I don't know toe beside the pinky toe I'm not sure what it's called just in, in, in sort of the base the ring toe. yeah the ring toe is what I was gonna say <laughs> but it, yeah so then I had a little knot in there that I was trying to work out and I was able to work that out and now like my I I can touch my shoulders to my knees now like I'm so limber in all the back of my legs and like I was able to open up my lower back and everything. So I just feel like it's just this like body lubricant that like is able to get into your 
joints and your muscles and just like pull them apart and i just feel like not enough people have tried that you know it's more of this like it's all in your mind essentially so i I just i'd like to see what if it could help you that would be awesome well i think i think that uh i know now why i haven't taken any acid yet because i wasn't supposed to until i talked to you because (laughs) maybe i would i would have never i would have never gone into my acid trip uh thinking about doing things like that so thank you for that yeah I, I hope it helps i really do like and that's why i started this podcast is just to like get like your ideas out there and get just like all these different perspectives and different experiences because that's what we need to see what's possible yeah you know? you know it's like we were in our exchange the other day on facebook you know i was talking about uh, being the difference between living in pain and living with pain um you know like when you put headphones on and you're listening to music the the music's coming from the center of you it's from the center of your from your head from the center of your mind but when it's playing on stereo across the room well it's over there but Mm -hmm. you, you still have it but it's over there and that's the way that that i feel about my 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 pain it's like I can still, I can still hear it. I can still feel it, but it's not in the center of me anymore. I can put it over there. I can put it across the room from me. It's still a part of me, and I'm still experiencing it, but it's not so much at the forefront of my being. Right. You're able to sort of separate yourself from it a little bit. Yes. Yes. Have you tried any yeah. like float tanks or anything like that? No, and I would love to. Gosh, I yeah. would love to stop. Uh, there's just there's nothing like that around here. The closest I would well, I would be able to get to that would just be going to the lake and and putting on a life jacket and hopping in and doing the damn thing, which I have thought about doing. Yeah, uh, that would be because that's the that's the only time when I'm in water, is the only time that I don't have pressure from it because I'm always set. So I'm, I'm always uncomfortable. I'm, I'm always like my, my left ass cheek all the time feels like it's just in a red hot iron skillet. Just burns unbelievably. And But when I'm in water and floating, you know, at the lake or at the river, I don't. That's the only times that I don't have something pushing back against me. Okay. And I can't imagine how awesome it would be to be able to trip without having that that anchor yeah. because that is my anchor that that pressure point and that nerve pain that's my that's that's what brings me back out of my trip a lot so um is this pain um is there muscle pain as well as like the joint pain like of it just it's, being sort of uh, broken or like what's it's causing just, the pain it's, it's nerve it's neuropathy it's uh, okay like I, like I said it's like you know like when your leg goes to sleep it wakes, it's starting to come back and you're getting a little feeling but it doesn't quite feel right and it's burning and tingly that's like that times a thousand <laughs> so it's just like an incomplete sleep. flow like it's it's trying there's like pressure and it's yeah it's, it's like it's trying but it's it's 
it's either not getting enough or it's getting too much. Right. Electricity is it, it feels like an electrical burn. It's very very strange. It's very strange to describe. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really curious if this LSD will help because it like when I'm in my my tinnitus trips, like I'm watching these like wires that are like they're severed and like I can see the inside of the wire and then all of a sudden it like closes off and like I can see it like almost like weld and then it's like disconnected again and I feel this like surge kind of go through my ear where I can just like feel that part of my ear again and like I feel like that's like because I have um when I was younger I'm not sure if you listened to my first podcast where I talked about my ear I did yeah, okay, so I, I have that slice in my ear, and even that is, like, slowly looking better and, like, feeling better, and I can feel, like, all of that more. So I feel like it's, like, reconnecting some of these nerves that were severed, you know? So I'm curious. Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to try that. Definitely whenever I do take my tabs, I'm going to... Definitely going to focus on my neck and see if I can uh, see if I can resolder some of that, make some connections back up there, make them better. Yeah, and maybe like heal, um, or like work out some of the muscles that might be like pulling poorly on the on like parts of your neck to like you know maybe th- some of that muscle. Is like kinking the hose, you know. Maybe that's putting the pressure to kink the hose, and you just have to like um, get inside of your body, magic school bus yourself into your neck, and like just unkink it, or at least feel the kink and sort of like see it better. And and maybe it's it's a over time therapy. I, I doubt it'll be a one time thing. Like I'm, I'm sure there's lots of damage in there that has to be fixed. But, like, maybe it'll, like, at least let you see it more and, like, be more of aware, more aware of what's happening and, you know, maybe find a stretch that helps you or something. I mean, I, I can't see how that wouldn't help. Um, from, from my experiences, I don't see how I couldn't benefit from, from trying that. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you for uh, giving me that, giving me an, an idea and a direction to focus my trip when I do. Yeah, I just really hope that it helps. Like, I, it makes me sad that pe- like people live in pain. Like, that's such a a weight on existence, you know. And if we could just find a way that like we can fix ourselves, that would be amazing. And that's the thing is that in that, you know, these these other trips that I've had, it's been um, not necessarily trying to fix physical problems like that as much as fix the mental ones. And if I put that same thought and same effort into focusing on my body, like I haven't tried to fix my body in that way. Mm-hmm. Well, why wouldn't it? Work? I mean, it's my body. It's 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 me. It's part of me. That that's me. My neck. Yeah. Those and wires. Those family connections. There. Those are part of me. I mean, how that it just makes sense that you should be able 
to connect and fix yourself from the inside on some level. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I was talking to my girlfriend yesterday uh, about sort of this idea, but um, our operator of like this body is kind of the dumbest part of our body. You know, like everything's so smart and just knows how to fix itself and heal itself. And, you know, like you get a cut, it knows how to pull it together and, you know, stop the bleeding and, you know, all those nerves fix a lot of the time anyway. You know, like your body is just so smart. And then uh, we're just like these kind of dumb apes walking around in these like highly advanced suits. And it's it feels like the these psychedelics allow you to sort of like get to the controls of your your body more and like focus on the things that you actually want to heal instead of like popping a pill and just numbing everything oh yeah man yeah see i like i said i i actually it was 15 years ago and they gave me all kinds of medicine for my nerve pain and and everything which it did it took away my nerve pain but it also took away what ability that I did have to move. It took away what movement that I did have. Because it me, just numbs you? Is that like I, I have? Yeah, it, it, just, it, just, it just completely just tranquilizes me more or less. And yeah, it takes the nerve pain away, but it takes away the movement. Well, man, I'd rather have the movement and deal with the pain than to not have the pain and not have the movement. You know what I mean? Did it affect you mentally too? Like did it sort of... Um, it, slow you down man, mentally. It's it's been it's been a wild, crazy experience. Uh, the first couple of years, I numbed it with alcohol and Xanax. Okay. And and uh, came out of that funk, came out of that fuzz, and 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 just started, you know, smoking and and smoking. That's weed? really all I. Yeah, that's really all I've done for for my to deal with my nerve pain and stuff is smoke real weed and uh and it how do you think that helped that... like how, or what parts did that help was it just relaxing your body more or do you feel like it actually helped heal it it, it, it slowed my mind down and kept me from worrying so much and thinking so much and dwelling on it okay and it it just helped me to it relaxed me and it relaxed me. It, it, it calmed me and, and in calming my smoking the weed and calming my mind, it just through that it transferred over into my body and that I I calmed myself, my nerves and stuff that way. Cool. Um, I, I like that. I like I, I, I use marijuana for I, I can't sleep at night worth a shit. Like I, any sort of sound even... will keep me up. Any little stupid lights will keep me up. But I have a big old hoot, and then I just sort of like forget about it, and I drift drift off, and you know I'm not so caught up and just like just everything around me, and I'm able to turn it off. And it doesn't help that I have this stupid ringing in my ear. You know it's. <laughs> But I know, I know, man. When you lay down in a dark room trying to go to sleep, there is nothing louder than tonight. Yeah, yeah. You said you have it too, right? Yes. 
have you um, found any um relief through any psychedelics um i've gotten relief I, but i had gotten that relief before i really started experiencing the the deep psychedelic trips that i have lately okay um and i don't i can't i can't tell you how i've done it it's just it's something that doesn't really i really don't think about until i'm laying down to go to sleep that's right. the only time it really bothers me the rest of the time i can i can I've, I've just found a way my body has found a way just to purge that that ringing out like right now that we're talking about it it's ringing so bad yeah do you have <laughs> headphones on or anything no no, no? not at the moment yeah, I like, usually do. I I can hear the ringing too, but like I, I'm constantly able to like relieve the pressure slowly. So like that's always on the back of my mind. I'm always a little bit distracted, just like like consciously just working these muscles in my ear, just sort of like stretching out everything, trying to release it. But most of the time, I'm I don't hear it. Like the everyday volume kind of drowns it out but as soon as i put on a pair of headphones like i have on right now it sort of like just muffles everything and it just heightens that volume just like laying in bed amplifies where it just that. like that's all you can sort of concentrate on amplifies that frequency yeah um so if you don't mind trying that same thing with uh with whenever you do LSD, just see if you can sort of feel out your ear a little bit. Yeah, man, that's so awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this LSD trip so I can focus that, that energy on my ears and my neck and see if I can gain something there. Yeah, I, I totally, I totally believe it's possible. Cause yeah, we got to get rid of these anchors, man. Then we can talk about our real trips when we're able to just lay back and be in the DMT realm without having, you know, our mortal bodies just holding on to us. Right, right. Have you, um, I have a DMT pen here right now. Have you tried it uh, in that form of delivery? A DMT pen? Mm-hmm. Um, in what way? Like, is it like a, a liquid? A fake, a fake cartridge, yeah. Liquid. Okay. I haven't tried it like that, but I've got a, um, what's it called? Uh, it, it's just like a TH, like a shatter pen. Yeah. Um, where it's got yeah. the chamber with the coils in it and you just drop in shatter. Um, yeah. What's it called? A Yokan Evolve Plus. Ah, ah, yeah, I'm familiar with that. And yeah, so I just take a little bit of DMT, sprinkle it in there, and then I'm able to use that. I've got this this pen here. It's um it's a lot different. It's a lot different delivery. Like uh, I've seen people hit it three times and ten minutes come back and be like, "Wow, man, I just danced in a cosmic room full of jokers laughing at me." <laughs> and then and then I sit here and I'll sit there and rip on it fifteen or twenty times, and then. I feel it in my knees first for whatever reason. My knees get tingly, and then it just kind of grows from there, goes down my legs, and comes up my body. But no, nothing like uh, ingesting those uh, capsules like I talked about or smoking the crystal. It's just nothing like that at all. 
so weird. But these other it's people, good. like, have they tried, yeah. like, the powder form? Yes, yes. These are, uh, I'm, I'm dealing with experienced psychonauts. And they find it comparable? They do find it comparable. I myself, I do not. And maybe it's because of my injury or the way that my body's processing it. Because everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I just don't, I don't get that out of it. It's a, is it a cool feeling? Yeah. Does it have its place? Yeah. Definitely has its place in my cabinet. But it's not, it's not that kick in the face, extreme. Yeah tense launch out of uh, this reality yeah, yeah like there's no there's no shadow people there's no spirit <laughs> guy there's no i don't get that i don't get that with the with the vape pen that like you do with the, the crystal and so you said you have smoked the crystal too yes uh what what do you use to smoke that just like a bulb pipe yeah yeah um and what kind of experiences have you had with that? Um, man, the the most the most bestest one <laughs> was uh, there was a there was a female energy with me. Uh, didn't really have a form, but I could tell that it was female. If that makes any sense, and mm-hmm, totally very soft, very very kind, very inviting. Uh, just didn't really take me by the hand, but but just grabbed a hold of my my energy and let it through this tunnel of things just out of your peripheral vision, like like other people or energies or or whatever. It's like there was other people there with me, though I couldn't talk to or or interact with. Uh, but really nothing that took form. Like I said, it was all more of a feeling. That, that, you felt that yeah. they were there. Yeah. And that, that, that soft, I can remember her. She was soft, very soft, turquoise, you know, color and just, and moved different. Everything else had sharp edges to it and was fractal and, and everything. But this one energy was just, fluid and smooth and just like hey come on over here come come here come here let me let me hold you and and show you this feeling and and yeah it's a it's amazing it's hard to put into words yeah there's almost no words for it right yeah. like cause we just no. we, we made up words to describe our physical realm basically and we don't we we haven't been dabbling enough into these other realms to come up with words for these crazy ass shapes and like and these beings and these just like everything. Like I, I know for some of my trips, like I see, I've seen like these weird, this weird, just like Mothman, just sort of like, it's like he was just in this like multi-dimensional just box and he's just like in there, just like fluttering there, just looking at me. I don't remember any sort of like thought exchange or anything. It just felt like no, he was no. like, there's just this presence of like this, this moth man just like standing there. <laughs> it's so weird. But it took form. You said none of yours took form, right? 
we lost connection here, so this is where part two will end, and part three with Dee will continue right where we reconnect. If you have a comment or anything you'd like to share on the podcast, email me at twotemplespodcast at gmail.com. The best way to support Two Temples is by clicking subscribe and sharing the show with friends and on social media. Make sure to check out part three. Thanks for listening, and thanks to Dee and all past guests for sharing your stories. Ciao for now.